What it do, DMV? It is Tuesday, May 14th. It is episode 5 of Chirpin' DMV. We're going to talk some Stanley Cup playoffs because they are now into the conference finals. And then we're going to end the interview with, or I mean, end the episode with our interview with Tammy Lynch, the creator of Players Against Hate. So that's an awesome one to hear. Uh, we're recording on Sunday. It's Mother's Day. I'm um, speaking of Tammy Lynch and all the other hockey moms out there. Shout out to you guys. You guys are incredible. Woo-hoo. I'm joined again by Kyle, just making a noise. What's up? What's going on, boys? A.B. Hey, boys. Heard right. me from the weekend. Hey, I know. Brando. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, long weekend. <clears throat> Actually just got back from Motion City like a couple hours ago, and I don't feel great. <laughs> um, out there golfing for Hunter's bachelor party, and whoo-wee, I'll tell you what. So, like we said, we'll get into some hockey talk. We'll get into some kind of local stuff we got going on. It's Sunday. We just watched the Bruins uh, beat up the Hurricanes. Yeah. 6-2. to two. So let's let's do this first because the last time Can't you guys listened to us, it was still the uh, conference semifinals. So how did our picks do in that, Brando? Um, the semifinals, A.B. and Kyle both went 2-2 two and two, and you went 1-3. One one and three. Three. Oh, my God. So that makes me 6-6, six and six, Kyle 7-5, and five, A.B. 5-7. Five and seven. So we're going to the conference or the conference finals. Like I said, we made our picks um, earlier in the week texting. So I said, I believe I said Bruins in 6 and then Blues in 7. Was that mine? Yep. Okay. What did yep. Kyle have? I had the Canes in 7 and the Sharks in 7. And I had the Bruins, and I think I said seven. Uh, kind of want to change that now. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know, man. Wait till the Kings no get back change, home. No and change. the Sharks in seven as well. So like you said, we just watched Boston um, beat Carolina 6-2, dominating game. They're up 2 to nothing in that series um, on Saturday. We had the Sharks beat the Blues 6-3. to That was kind of a crazy game. We were watching that at the bar um, down in Ocean City, and it seemed like there was just goal after goal after goal, kind of back and forth right there in a little bit of period of time. We'll start with that series. It's a 1-0 series lead for the Sharks. Um, A.B., you picked the Sharks, so what do they need to do to keep this up and keep it winning? Joe Pavelski's back, obviously. Yeah, I think they got to rally around Joe P. coming back. I mean, that guy's just heart and soul of that team. He's a true leader, American hero. Um, yeah, Jumbo Joe, I mean, they want to win it for him as well. Logan Couture is rolling right now, and Martin Jones, if, as long as he's fine back in the uh, in the back end, they have the back six right in front of him to uh, stop pucks from going in the net. And, uh, yeah, I just think their their top guys are rolling right now. Yeah, if, I mean, that if you even, like, people, a lot of people don't watch the Sharks during the regular season. That's like an all-star team if you look at it. Just I know. the names of the guys that are rolling. I so mean, deep. Yeah, it's so deep, and they're all they're all stepping up. I watched that game the other night, and everyone on the Sharks, all their top guys, Joe P, Thornton, dude, even, that Timo Miracle, yeah, nasty, unreal, filthy. Yeah, I mean the Blues just kept turning over the puck. I mean they looked in this. I think it was like the second period they looked a little shaky. Like Sharks were just total domination in that. Yeah, and that's not going to change unless uh, I think some top guys on the Blues step up. Uh, yeah, I think Billman's going to need that. Ryan O'Reilly, uh, Tarasenko, those two yep. guys have done not that much. At least Ryan O'Reilly popped well, in one that game, maybe to give him some confidence. We're going to get it, but yeah, even going back to last series, I had uh, the Abs over San Jose in seven, and then when I saw Joe Pavelski score like five minutes in the game, I was like, well, shit, there yep. goes my pick on that. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to come back. He's going to provide that spark, and he's going to be buzzing, yep. helping the Sharks yeah. push. But I think that series will be awesome, that um, yeah. San Jose Blue series. It's going to go seven, I think. That would yeah. be way more entertaining than, obviously, what we've already seen out of that Boston series because as we transition into that one now, I think Boston is just too good, too deep. Carolina's had their fun, but 
they just can't keep up with Boston, and it's going to go five, maybe six games. I said six to be safe. You don't think Carolina's going to like step it up at all going home? I, I, uh, yeah, I think they're going to. I think. Yeah, I think they might get one steal too, and go it's going to. Yeah, as as long as they get one, I think that changes the whole dynamic out of this series, and they'll start playing a different style of hockey, and those fans will really uh, get them going. I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've seen it all playoffs. They're they're great at home. Their their crowd's electric back there, but Tuka Rask is the best goalie in these playoffs by far. I think. Yep. And he's finally he's shut the hair. Might lose. Yep. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And so I think as long as Tuka Rask is uh, playing as well as he is, I I I think this series is. Well, I, I mean, Carolinas, they got to figure him out. Yeah, well, talking about figuring it out, they got to figure out the goalie situation. I right. mean, who do you, who do you go with I, coming home? Do you? I well, Razik's ailing a bit. I'd say he's a little banged up, a little injured. Their yeah. whole team is injured. That's the problem. Yeah, a couple soft. Yeah, I mean, they hurt. they. If you looked at it, they barely made the playoffs. I mean, they've been grinding it out. They never had a time to really relax, other than. Well, they, what yeah, they the had sweep. in the sweep, yeah. but that kind of might might have hurt them even. Who knows? Yeah, I'm. I was actually kind of shocked when Marazzi came back that they went back to him. I thought McKellner. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The backup goalie there. I thought he played fine. McElhaney? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he. I thought he played fine. But I mean, Marazzi is he is their guy, I guess. So you had to go back to him. But yeah. again, I mean, it was kind of like the situation the Caps ran into last year with Grubauer and Holpe. Right, uh, you got to run with a hot hand. I and thought Grubauer played well in that last series too. Yeah, I was really rooting for I him. Rooting for I, him. I mean, obviously, I wanted the Sharks to win. Plus, watching these playoffs cool. too, or watching Boston just handle Carolina, it's so goddamn frustrating because, especially with Boston being the Cup favorite too. Because if we were there, it would be us. Yeah. So yeah, kind of frustrating. Um, so that I think that's good on Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, we're down in the conference finals, so there's only two games, two series to talk about. Um, as we move forward. But uh, I guess a couple quick things. Uh, if you go on hnibonline.com, Hockey Night in Boston, they selected the Capital District uh, Festival team, so the Junior High Festival and Sophomore All-Star team. Tournament teams are listed and selected on there. Um, next Sunday, the 19th, at dmvprospects.com, Sunday Night Elite League opens play at Reisterstown. Uh, that's a pretty cool setup they got there. If you guys don't already, you need to follow at DMV Hockey. It's DMV Elite Prospects. Uh, incredible information on all the local stuff. Uh, they got four teams in that league. The Grinders, the Hosers, the Saucers, and the Flow. Man, so I love those kind, teams. Kind of going <laughs> off like the Beauty League up there and just doing some cool names. Yeah, and that's going to be like a Sunday, yeah, be cool. um, high-level Sunday night thing. So go out there. I mean, if you're a coach, go out there, look at some kids. Um, if you're just in the area, go watch good hockey throughout the summer. So, Kyle, I know you've been watching a lot of that IIHF <laughs> World Championships. How are things going for some teams, and how are the Caps boys doing? Uh, the Cavs boys are doing good. I mean, you got Vrana. He's playing pretty well. He's got two goals, one assist so far. Uh, Eller popped one in the other day. Oh, the Tiger. Uh, you know the Ru- the Russians are doing Russian things. Kuzi's got an assist. Uh, Orlov's got two assists. Ovi's so Kuzi is still yet. stinking. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched some highlights of him in one little prelim game. He looked pretty good. He's buzzing around. He looked a lot better than he did for us in the playoffs. So I like how I will in, say that. In this tournament, Russia always just brings their entire like A squad and yeah. everyone else comes in with their yeah. minor league team. Yeah, I mean <laughs> US has got a pretty stacked squad this yeah, year. They do. But uh I mean Canada, they don't have any of their big boys. No. Tavares pulled out last second, Crosby's not there. No. I mean they don't give a shit. Yeah, they're kinda <laughs> yeah. just relaxing. They're but usually I, playing playoffs it's right kinda now. Kinda like maybe Russia wants to Maybe win this thing. They're kind of seeing not, they kind of want to not win some of the bigger players. They do. Yeah. Like, when do they not just try to win everything? <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking of does, Russia, we'll, we'll stop off. They'll pause on the IHHF. Y'all see Putin out there? Dude, getting, 10 goals. Yeah, 10 goals ten in goal. one game. <laughs> I saw him as an all star fall on the rug or whatever. And yeah. Somebody on Twitter is like, somebody's getting shot. Somebody's getting shot. <laughs> Slipping on the rug, dude. Yeah, but so, ba- back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jack Hughes uh, 
Capico, I think you say. Capo Caco. Capo Caco. I mean, that little debate's going to be. Well, what's one, Capo, one, two what's get, Capo get done compared to Hughes so far? Five goals in two games. God, and damn. it's not like he's playing against any. He's, he hasn't played France or anything like that. I mean, he's played, he played against Canada and Slovakia. Two notable programs that are pretty good. I mean, Canada might not have their big boys, but that's NHL caliber guys out there. He's yeah, scoring yeah. goals. Was that against. the game he had a hat-trick in? No, he had a hat-trick in Slovakia, God but damn. Slovakia still has some They NHL. beat the U.S. Yeah, and they <laughs> actually have a uh, Caps prospect, uh, Fervi, I can't pronounce his last name. He's number six for Slovakia. He actually got walked by Capico for a, for a goal. Capo, so Capo, actually dummy and Caps prospects. That's cool. Yeah, that's um, that's. that's I mean, that kid is so good though. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be a good debate. Gonna, Who, who's gonna get picked? Yeah, because a lot of times in the NHL, you are pre- you pretty much have your clear cut number one draft pick. Know who it's gonna be, but then Hughes or Kako is going to who won a jersey, right? Yeah, and, and, then, they, and then the next one's going to the Rangers. So fuck the Metropolitan. So, yeah, either Jersey or the Rangers the are Metro getting two studs. Get two good studs uh, to come play against the Caps. So anything interesting in that tournament? How many? What do they do? Four round robins or four uh, round robin games? Then head to um, playoffs for that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I, I mean, think they do US, more than four. Yeah, they do, do. They? they play for I think it's like five or six games. I don't want to be. I don't know exactly, but they play a couple games. I mean, U.S. had a good one today against France. They kind of came together, won that one. And well, after losing that first game to Slovakia, so they're yeah. one and one. You mentioned the Caps players' stats. Um, we don't have a ton of guys over there. Um, most of our Americans are back home chilling. Carl, yeah, so she's still her hanging. Oh, she's hanging. Um, she's fixing it up still. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Did, did he have any like significant injury after playoffs? I don't. It, I don't. I don't really remember reading that report. Yeah, I don't think I came out with anything like yet. Yeah, so there's nothing too crazy. Yeah. So IHF, when's USA play next? I mean, obviously it's dropping on Tuesday, but um, we'll keep up with that. We'll keep you guys informed on that. It's always an interesting, fun tournament. Um, Definitely check out some some of the younger players coming up and some yeah. USA stars out there. For sure. So as we did touch on, we are recording on Mother's Day. Guys, we retweeted it on our page, but if you go um, – Michael Russo, he writes for The Athletic, um, covering the Minnesota Wild and stuff like that. There's a real awesome article on Sam Annis and his mother who's battling breast cancer for the third time. So go check that out. Um, it's a special special Mother's Day feature on the bond of mother and son. So our local guy, Sam Annis, out there for the Iowa Wild out in the playoffs. Like I said, we retweeted, we retweeted it. Go check it out. Um, with that being said, Let's just go over a couple things real quick before we jump to this Tammy Lynch interview. We're we're planning some stuff out after this. We got a couple. We got a meeting we're gonna do. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff. We've been kind of figuring out the past couple days. I think we're not gonna give any names yet, but we want to do a couple watch parties next year for Caps games. Get those Saturday Caps games. I know AB's been running around Baltimore, um, talking to a few bars. We're getting some stuff lined up, and it's gonna be a real good time. We'll keep you all updated throughout the summer as that comes we just got a ton of new logo designs done so we're going to start dropping merch selling merch so you can swag out on some chirping dmv gear maybe some tank tops tweet at us tell us what you want i mean honestly we got like three or four logos now and they're all pretty cool um kyle i think you look good in tank top yeah that'd be great i mean (laughs) yeah definitely give us your guys input i mean we want to give you guys stuff you want and uh we're working with finally getting some new logos in here to get some different better stuff and think we'll be moving from there i think everything's moving forward and thanks for everybody's support yeah so with all that being said we now bring on tammy lynch guys this interview coming up it's awesome like we said she started the players against hate um foundation it's just to end racism and anything negative in the world of hockey the sport of hockey it's an incredible interview interview it's about 20 minutes long we had the pleasure of speaking with her and you're going to get all the details um coming on now so thanks guys 
All right, we now welcome on a very, very special guest. She is the founder of the Players Against Hate uh, initiative program, um, which has led her to become a finalist for the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award. But I think if you were to ask her what she was most proud of, of being, I would probably say that would be a hockey mom because everybody loves being a hockey mom. So ladies and gentlemen, we are very, very pleased to welcome on Miss Tammy Lynch to the podcast. Tammy, how are you doing tonight? Hi, thanks for having me. I am doing great for Friday night. Um, yeah, it's Fant- been a great week. Fantastic. Um, and I, I think you said you just left the rink? I did just leave the rink because Ex- I live at the rink. <laughs> excellent, Four excellent. seasons a year, I live at the rink. There you go. I mean, it's always hockey season, uh, depending on which rink you're at. So we'll start kind of at the end, and then we'll go back to the beginning. So we'll start with the Willie O'Ree Award itself. Um, it's given to an individual who, through the game of hockey, has positively impacted his or her community, culture, or society. So I guess we'll start with how did you find out you were getting nominated uh, for this award? Um, I found out that I was getting nominated from a friend who is a new friend um, and told me she was nominating me for an award. And I said, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, and I really had no idea what it was, what it meant. Um, And then I found out that... um, what it was and what it meant and it was just I was um I was amazed I never even thought that I would become a finalist um yeah, so very cool. And I think, yeah, there was the video, too. Um, you got a call from Willie O'Ree himself um, kind of telling you you I were did. nominated for the award. So uh, what was that like? Well, that, it's a funny story, actually. So um, we were at the rink because that's where we live. And um, Vanessa, who nominated me, um, was supposed to help me that night um, with some T-shirt designs for Players Against Hate. Mm-hmm. And... And so we were meeting at the rink because there were some tryouts and my family wanted to watch. And really all of this was a setup and I didn't know it. Right. Um, so we we get to the rink and Vanessa and I are talking. She's like, I have a surprise for you. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And so we're standing there and we're talking. And, um, and her daughter's like leaning up against a column and I'm really not paying much attention because she's you know, knows in her telephone and, um, and the phone rings and Vanessa says, well, Tammy, this, the phone's for you. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And (laughs) this isn't making sense. And, and so I take the phone and the voice on the other end says, this is Willie O'Ree. And I'm just looking around and I said, my family's there. Divine and his son are there. And I'm thinking, he doesn't really mean to be talking to me. He means to be talking to Divine. Right. Because they had met before and spoken on the phone before. And then he goes in and tells me what was going on. And I was just, I was shocked. Um, I really had never thought that I would have been a finalist. So Yes, very cool. Very cool reaction. So, so you they mis- set it all up. So they set it all up for me to get there, and um, I should have known that 
something was fishy when my husband <laughs> right. wasn't giving me a hard time right. about going down and, and doing this. Right. So. so so like I said, you mentioned the vine. Um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have heard that story. I mean, it was broadcasted by the Caps, ESPN, you name it. But your son's teammate, uh, Divine Apollon, um, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, was faced with some racial slurs, taunts. Um, on the ice during a game, and his teammates stepped in to have his back because, um, I mean, as we all know, it's it's a hockey team, which is a family. So tough situation to be in a bit. Um, what kind of impact did that have on the team? Did it have on the game? What kind the, of on the team, yeah. What, the what did that situation, that whole situation, uh, what was the effect that it had on the team afterwards? Oh, the team, sorry. Um, so at first, the kids didn't know during the game that there was all the racial slurs going on. Um, I think it was a little bit of a chippy game. And then at the end, there was a fight and the other team cleared the bench. And um, so our kids just kind of sat there looking. Mm-hmm. But afterward, And then Divine kind of was involved in the fight, but he didn't instigate it. He didn't start it. Um and, but he was the one who got in the most trouble and got, um, I don't know, three or five game suspension for it. And after afterwards, after the game, um, Big Divine shared with the parents what had been going on during the game with the slurs and the taunting and, and all of that. So I think the kids weren't aware until their parents talked to them that afternoon and then that night was when I showed up at the rink for the game and handed out the stickers so it all kind of um oh so that was all happening uh same day um with you starting that and everything I mean correct me if I'm wrong right a fairly young team are they U14s or yeah they're U14s um and so it was um in the middle of the tournament the crap town is that weekend so it's New Year's weekend um, so they just, they happened to have two games that day and the second game divine had to come and sign in to sit out the penalty. Um, so he had to be there, but couldn't play. And so it was that night that the kids realized that, that this is what had happened. Right. And that's a, that's a, like we mentioned there, U14s that, I mean, hockey itself is a highly emotional game. And then to, I guess, have that added onto it, it's kind of a tough situation to mm-hmm. ha- handle. So then after that caps reach out, um, I believe the video had mm-hmm. Carlson and Devonte Smith Pelly um, invited the whole team mm-hmm. out to a game. They got to meet some players and everything. How was that experience uh, for the team to go and do that and, you know, meet the players and kind of talk about the situation? I think that that experience of going and meeting the caps, will last with those boys and girls forever. Um, I think, you know, when when you're a big famous hockey player and, you know, you do these kinds of things from time to time, it's just part of what you do. But for these kids, it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And, you know, they got to go into the locker room. They got to hear... Um, the different players talk to them and to kind of say, we stand with you, that this isn't okay. So for the kids, I think it was, you know, so exciting, but also just on a very deep level, 
Very cool. So really good, good for them. Very cool. So players against hate, uh, the the thing you started. So we'll get get into that a little bit. So kind of just tell us the details of the cause, um, what exactly it promotes. Um, just anything you would like people to know about the players against hate. Like I said, I don't know if you would call it an initi- initiative. Um, yeah, just kind of give everybody a, a taste of what it is. So um, players against hate. We really founded very organically as a result of the incident with. Um, divine and initially you know we were just we did the stickers it was just something Mm -hmm. to do even before we had the idea for the organization but once we saw kind of the reaction in the press the reaction with the capitals we knew that that there was more to this than just um, having these stickers so Divine and I, we'd have a bunch of conversations, um, and we really felt that that we now have some momentum, and we really need to work towards making a change in the game and a change in the culture. So it kind of just developed very naturally out of what we were experiencing. Uh, we'd have parents call and say, this is happening to me, this is happening to my kids, mm-hmm. what do I do, how can you help me? Um, and so that, just hearing those stories had such an impact um, that that it was really, I guess, crystal clear to me what we needed to to do and to make a change. So... What we started with was we need to increase the diversity in the sport, mm-hmm. um, you know, because the more the sport looks like the rest of the country, the, the more, more it's kind of seen as the norm natural. or, yeah, exactly, natural. Right. Um, right. Yeah, and that's that is like I told you, I told you when we spoke before. I mean, we've all been kind of in that situation, at least as players growing up. I played with a couple guys myself um, who are African American, like Marquise Cotton, who's a very good friend of mine. And it's it's you hear it, you heard it the entire time we were growing up playing, and it's and it's a tough situation to be in. But as you mentioned, you said that this was kind of picking up steam with the Caps and everything. So they actually announced the winner at this at the NHL Awards Show, which is uh, in Vegas every year. Will you be making that trip out there for that? I don't know if I will be making that <laughs> trip out there. Um, I guess I will know on the 19th of June. Right, when... yeah. Hopefully they shoot you an email a couple weeks before me, like, hey, here's your ticket and everything, and this is the plan. <laughs> um, I mean, if so, if you do get honored um, with that trip, I mean, you get to go out there. I mean, how excited would you be, and what will that mean for you and your Players Against Hate program and just local hockey in general here in the DMV to be able to go out to the NHL Awards, you know, tell your story on that large platform that is the NHL and the NHL Awards and being around players and coaches and you know, high-level people in the league and just be able to, like we said, tell the story, have everybody uh, know about the story, especially all tuning in on TV and everything? Right. I mean, it's, I guess, surreal it would be if if we won. Um, but what an amazing platform, what an audience we would have to keep telling our story, to keep working for change and to fight, fight for that change. And shoot, even if five of the players were who were at the award ceremony were to tweet or to comment or something 
you know, on what was going on. I just right. you can barely imagine, I guess, you know, how that exposure would just keep moving. Right, yeah. You just... and, mm-hmm. and so to possibly have that forum or platform to be able to do it would be, I think, just huge for for the organization to keep this momentum going and to work towards making a change. Right. And I think win or lose or regardless, I mean, it doesn't matter because it's going to get the it's going to get the video out there. It's going to get people knowing about it. It's going to get the calls to be pushed. Um, it's going to be presented on that such a large platform. So also tell everybody listening here real quick um, where we can follow you or where they can follow you on social media, uh, your website, um, anything that you want out there for people to come and check out and everything like that. Sure. So we do have a website. It's playersagainsthate.org. Um, we are on Twitter at players with an underscore X underscore hate. Um, we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. And we are posting all the time, you know, sharing stories of when we see racism happening. Um of the people who are following and helping to get our message out. Um, So, you know, and I guess what's really important is it doesn't take a huge act to make a big change. Mm -hmm. Is somebody can simply just, if they hear something, turn around and say, hey, that's not cool. Or, hey, we don't talk that way here. And just that simple act of, standing up and being an ally will help move things along as well. Right. Because yep. it's all well and good, you know, that I'm up here talking about it, but it's gonna be each little each little instance, every person of saying we're not good with this. Right. And And that's how that, that change is gonna happen. Yeah, there's no place in that i mean at all for our sport we all love the sport because of the respect and everything that goes with it but with all that being said we want to thank you tammy very much for coming on we think your story is incredible what you are doing not only for you know our local hockey community but nationwide worldwide you name it the impact um is very inspiring um as we said you're up for that willie o'ree nhl community hero award um we're all pulling for you we hope you win it but like we said win or lose it's going to get the message out there it's going to get out there so i like she mentioned her website i encourage everybody to go on check it out coaches go on there buy some helmet stickers uh get them for your team do whatever you can on there and there's also a donation page so we'll be going on there afterwards and as a podcast we'll be making a donation to it so tammy thank you again very much for uh coming on and telling your story well thank you so much for listening and letting me share what we're doing i can't tell you how much i appreciate it it's pretty cool it is very cool and like we said best of luck to you thank you so much appreciate you taking the time and talking to me okay have a great night you as well thank you okay thanks and that interview was brought to you by calvert brewing company our boys over at Calvert Brewing Company got this new beer coming out, Seven State Golden Lager. Seven State for the Maryland rich history. I mean, everybody loves getting along the Maryland colors, getting the flags for the shirts, everything like that. Let's get behind the brewers around here, especially Calvert Brewing Company, our lucky partner with their Seven State Golden Lager. Go get it at stores today.
Thank you again for Tammy Lynch for calling in. Awesome interview. Uh, that'll do it, guys. Episode 5, Chirping DMV. We are every Tuesday. You get a new episode. Keep up with us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at Chirping DMV. Uh, the website, www.chirpingdmv.com. Tweet at us. Send us some ideas. What do you guys want to see? What do you want to hear about as we drudge through this off offseason um, in summer uh, without a lot of hockey to be played? So, again, guys, thanks again. We'll see you next week. See you, boys. Have a good one. Later. Bring that heat. Two, one. Hot dog in a bun. (laughs) 